in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about you. <laughs> so go get a uh, tea or a coffee. I um, got a coffee. <sighs> Sorry. Um, right, so... Okay, okay, okay. Right, so just relaxing and tuning in. <laughs> I'm beginning the process. So... If you're listening to this and you feel tired and exhausted and, you know, a little bit negative, um, just maybe about yourself or your life and you think, you know, there's just, it's just too much sometimes, you know, and you might feel a little bit lonely as well, but, you know, you might be stressed, depressed, you know. Um, and everything else so you know that's never a nice place to be Um, but you know let me share something with you if you don't mind Um, I've been doing well I've been psychic my whole life even as a kid and I remember my mum did massages and aromatherapy and sometimes she'd ask me to come down and bring my cards so I'd like little angel cards and do like a little reading Uh, I think I was a teenager then but even as a kid I remember just knowing everything, knowing it, right? So now I'm, um, hang on, let me work this out. Now I'm 42. I forget how old I am half the time. Uh, Yeah, I'm 42 now, so that's a very long time to be reading people and understanding how people work and, and what's going on, right? And if there's one thing I can assure you of, which is absolute truth, I mean, everything that I say is from what I've seen anyway so there's it's truth absolute truth but this one is I think more directed at you right your heart if there's one thing I can tell you that don't underestimate how far a good attitude and a nice personality will get you now we're not talking that fake shit you know when people are charming or they try and you know be a little bit nefarious you know and you know a bit narky no 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 if you're pure and you have a good heart and you're really nice you watch your life unfold yes there's going to be moments where you're like I can't take this anymore you might quit your job there might be moments where your marriage falls apart there'll be tower moments you know of course there'll be moments where things absolutely collapse but those tower moments have been built on a rocky foundation you know So tower moments, let me explain a tower moment for you. So in tarot, we have a tower and it looks like it's crashing down, right? That's the card. What that means is that everything that you have built on those foundations, so let's choose a marriage, for example. You know, this can be so many different things, but let's pick the marriage. You've partnered up with someone for the wrong reasons. You might have felt that they were your best friend. That's not love though, is it? You know, that's like loving someone and you have this mate vibe, you know. And then what you've done is you've filled the gaps. So say if they're lazy and not very appreciative or not very romantic, you've tolerated. So all those foundations at the bottom, it's not deep, it's not true love and it's not um, kindness. It's tolerating. Even falling in love with your best friend is tolerating to a degree. You can have love and have you know amazingly like it can be true love but sometimes it can't and this is the example that I'm giving you right so then you build a life together 
But ultimately, you will get to a point where that tower starts to wobble because those foundations aren't in place. It's not what you want. It never has been. And now they start to really irritate you, you know? So it starts to crash down and come down. So in life, we have these moments and they're great moments because they teach us that we should have just been organic to ourselves. Everything that happens in our life is a learning curve to bring us back to us being designers and creators. So when we have a tower moment, it is a lesson to teach you that if you want true love, you stick with that. Same as if that tower moment represented work. Did you accept a job that you didn't quite want, but you were reacting? You've built a career on a job you didn't even want, so it's gonna come crashing down. Again, it's coming down to teach you that you should call the shots. You should be creative and bold and beautiful and have faith. Every tower moment is a lesson to bring the power back to you. Everything in this world happens to make sure that you remember who you are. So when you are a nice person and you're kind, you're coming from a place, a very, very stable place inside yourself that says, you know, I could be a knob, I could react, but I have enough faith in myself and the faith in God or the universe, whatever you wanna say, that I know that I can be nice in this toxic situation, you know, and I can be, uh, myself in this toxic situation and then you're not building any tower moments because you're being organic that's why nice people get further they really do and you know why hang on let me take a sip you know I work a lot with a lot of people in the industry so you know actors singers and things like that and um, I have I have encountered a few absolutely horrid people who um, all ego, don't care about anybody. They don't. They only care about themselves. They've even tried to stab me in the back, and I think, really, talk about, you know, what is it? Cut the hand off that feeds you, you know. And I think, well, that was foolish. So I see this, this foolish energy trickling through their personality. They're not very nice. I've encountered them as a waitress as well. I used to waitress a lot, and I've given you this story where, you know, I got asked out by this actor who was on the TV, and he just wouldn't leave me alone. He was like an absolute pest. And he was at his peak at that time. He was arrogant. I didn't have anything to do with him. I told my manager, I'm not serving that twat. No way. I'd been working really hard that day. Like, go away. And um, you see these people that when they are at their peak, so they've created a tower moment. They've created, they've wanted to go into the entertainment industry, for example, because they have low self-esteem. This isn't everyone. This is people who have tower moments. And these are examples of people that I have encountered because they haven't done the work on themselves they want as much attention as possible and they want to be worshipped that is the absolute reason why you shouldn't go into the entertainment industry but never mind so they create these towers and then they reach this top end and they think i can start treating people like shit now you know and i um, i don't need anyone now you know i've used people my whole career and i'm at my peak everyone must bow down before me and you'll see it crash You'll see everyone whose careers fall and crash has built it on rocky foundations. Even now, if you look at the celebrities who are, you know, being exploited, um, sorry, they are being exposed for exploiting others, it's because they built a tower from the very core for the wrong reasons. Then their behavior was absolutely shocking. They will always reach that 
point of success, don't get me wrong, where they get really cocky, but then it collapses soon after. It's the same pattern, regurgitates itself constantly. But what I have seen is extremely nice people continually get success. If you want short-term success, yeah, you can you can stab a few people in the back. You might even want to sleep around, get get through those doors, you know. But ultimately, you're gonna crash. You are, right? And it is quite profound to see these people begging and coming back and saying, "Oh no, no, I want to work with you now." And it's like, "No, no, we're good," because that core you have to work on that core. And if you're sitting there now listening to this thinking I have a really nice core and I'm a really nice person and I didn't deserve any of that that's happened in my life, you're going far. I promise you, you're going far. I have seen it time and time and time again where people with rotten cores, they don't get very far. You know, there might be a stud for five minutes in the industry and then it all comes crashing down and the stories start coming out. Oh yeah, hang on, let, let me take a sip. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. This is why anyone with the bad intentions, they don't, they never last long, they never last long, you know? But what I would love for you to do is start to realize that actually being nice is quite profound and really rare. So it's not just a small little emotion like, oh, I'm so nice. It's like, I'm nice. Like it's a big energy, you know? And say if you're patient and loving and just really approachable, Oh my God, you know, these are big things. These are big things. So I would love you to kind of start to really value those and see them as high value. And then the minute you see yourself as high value, guess what you're gonna do? You're going to be a bit more strategic with who you hang around with and who you expose your energy to because you're high value. You've got to start loving yourself a bit more. And you know, it's quite, um, upsetting actually when I speak to people and they say well how do I love myself the, all the the energy that you're putting into somebody else to build them up just use it for yourself that's all that's all I give you permission to do that because most of the time when people don't do that it's because they haven't been given permission to and I can bet your bottom dollar I can dilute that into growing up with a parent who never gave them permission to do that so every time you try to love yourself or do something for you, they interjected and made it about them. So you learnt as a child, oh, I mustn't, I mustn't love myself or I mustn't take care of myself. I've got to look after everybody else, you know. It's very important, very important. Now listen to this. If you're a giver and you look after someone and look after people and you always have been, you have to find another giver in the relationship. You cannot be with a taker, all right? You must. I realized recently, you know, I'm manifesting a relationship. I really want one. So I've, I'm getting in line with it, right? I realized, hang on a minute, I've dated takers. And there's me giving away a kidney that, you know, I don't even know the person, I just give it. And there's me giving away a lot of my time. And there's me, like it, recently, um, a client of mine, it was so beautiful, I won't say her name. It was so beautiful, we had a reading and at the end she said, can I tell you something? And I said, yes, of course. And she said, oh, I'm gonna get upset. And I thought, oh my God, like, you know, like people get upset anyway, but I felt like this was really raw. So I said, yeah, of course. 
And she said, I just want to say, I fully appreciate, I really appreciate how you turn up for people, even between readings when you're texting and you're, um, you know, we're organizing time. She said, you show up for people. And um, well, it was something that was so beautifully said. And I realized, and, and so thank you for that, if you're listening to this, thank you for that, because that was really, really nice. And that was something you didn't have to say, but you did, you shared it. And that was bold and that was beautiful, all right? And I realized, I thought, yeah, you know what, I do. Like, I'm never rude. And whenever someone reaches out, I always help them. And sometimes people don't know why they want to reach out. The amount of messages I get that goes like, what do you do? which is quite funny because I just think, I don't even know myself. And uh, so what do you do? I just feel really drawn to you to kind of talk to you. That's why I've changed on the website. I used to put 60 minute reading and now I do 60 minute conversation because we, we unpack a lot, right? And, you know, I just, people are drawn, drawn in. And it's because my door is always open. I'm very kind and very nice. But her saying that, it reimbursed the ideology of actually, I need to be with another giver because they will understand my drivers and they will understand my tiredness and my exhaustion, but they will understand what I need, you know, because I can be so exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah, I've even thought I'm bringing on an early death with this. But I don't care because it's my life's work. It's what I'm meant to be doing. I just know it. I know too much and I get given too much information for it to be some kind of hobby. It's not. It's deeper than that. It really is. You know? And what I love to do is finding that in you. It's finding those tiny little golden nuggets within you and finding your heartbeat and making sure that we get that to shine rather than dissipate and make yourself small. And, you know... I'm sick to death of arrogant people ruling the world and ruling relationships. There is nothing that cuts me more personally than when I see a marriage and the woman, or man, you know, whatever, but when I see in a marriage that the nice person is slowly decaying and getting smaller and smaller, I won't have it. I won't have it. Not on my watch, you know? not on my watch. You know, I do a lot behind the scenes. I knew someone who was going through a difficult time and she was being stalked. And I checked in with her now and again, but you know, nothing too much. And um, she didn't know this, no one knows this. Every day I rang that court to make sure it was moving forward and what was happening, you know, every day. She didn't know that. No one knows that, every day. And the trial got moved back. I was very frustrated, very frustrated. So I did a lot of meditating on it. And I was like, he's going down. I'm going to make sure of it. I really am. So I fight a lot of things in the background that people don't know about. Yeah. And then I was so relieved. I heard that he went, that I got the email. And I was like, there we go. Yeah. He'll have his time. There you go. You know. Might send him a bar of soap as a joke. You know. So it's like... You know, I get very upset when I see people being bullied. I don't like it, not on my watch. And um, 
I don't like seeing nice, kind people not appreciating themselves. They're almost seeing their niceness and kindness as weakness and, you know, a point of attraction for bullies. And it is. Dark energy, dark energy people love to ruin the good energy people. And I'm sick to death of seeing it, you know. So I put myself on the line and I constantly push myself so that I can access people and bring out their niceties and, and make sure that they know who they are and make sure that they know their strengths, you know? But get being nice will get you so far. It really will. You know, even, you know, people will always remember your energy. You know, because I do corporate in the day, right? Sometimes, on and off, it's a contract job. And um, I get people who, you know, I had someone say, oh, um, I did a bit of research on you because I was like, all right, yeah. And I said, all right. And they said, yeah, I asked around and they said you were so nice. You were so approachable. And I thought, well, that was nice. And that was 10 years ago, you know. We all must, don't get me wrong, we all must have a side to us which is not going to tolerate bullshit. Now, I can kick off like the best of them, right? And I will challenge anyone, you know, but that is going to be a protective mechanism. That is going to be a mechanism that I use should we be in danger or there is something happening or I need to really, you know, um, dealing with a bully here. Like, uh, I will intimidate, right? But overall, nice, 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 nice. It's great to have a landscape. You want those tools. So you, if you've been through the mill, if you listen to this and you're tired, right? I can feel it in your energy. You're tired. You're exhausted. But you've learned how to stick up for yourself and, and you're tired from doing it. I appreciate that. And you're tired of having to survive because you're always having to survive by yourself. I appreciate that. I hear you when you say that, right? And I feel it. But keep those skills. They're really, really great skills. But if you can just get in that softer side of you, and if you have someone like a family member or you have a, a, a partner or friends that just keep biting at you all the time, criticizing you all the time, you can't be soft, can you? You can't. So you have to either make sure that you don't see them very often so that you have... Uh, preparation time to get that guard up when you do see them well they've got to go because you are too valuable you are too nice too nice and nice is a wonderful place to be okay you're too nice for these people not too nice for the world the world needs you the world needs your energy okay so I want you to be too nice all the time but just make sure that these people don't get you all right you're an amazingly sophisticated, emotionally broad kind of person, right? You're absolutely wonderful. You care for others. You're incredibly empathic. But you've got to get all that energy that you would use building other people up and trying to convert these dark energy people into positive and trying to support them and making sure they're okay and their ego isn't hurt and, you know, helping them with their careers, you know, and you've got to pull all that energy back. And you've got to put it in yourself and you've got to love yourself so deeply and so magnetically that you watch the world open up. Because if there's one thing this world loves, it's nice. It loves nice people, you know. You only have to look at all the cartoons like Snow White, right? I know Disney's getting a bit of a bad rep at the moment. But if you um, look at Snow White, 
she's nice and look how things bent into her ways she didn't do it through manipulation you know, she walked into the woods and the animals were coherent with her and open and then the little dwarfs they were a bit like alarmed at first like what the hell but they all fell in love with her the world falls in love with nice you know what's the, what's the most attractive thing in someone it's when they're nice you see it they're kind they're soft they have it twinkle in their eyes they're either divine feminine or the divine masculine this attitude problem this narcissism it's boring we've gone too long with it i'm over it it's dull it's banal insipid yeah i'm over it this be a bad bitch be a bad bitch be a bad guy oh i'm a dangerous bad boy oh vomitus maximus you know it's just not nice like i said have an edge if you need an edge have an edge yeah i've been known in the workplace oh i'm nice as anything i'm nice as anything but if i see injustice oh i will be getting up from my seat and very calmly market and uh, marching towards the door that i need to go in and i'll get my point across very strongly yeah oh i've got a little button yeah but it's a skill and i love the fact that that is a skill and i love the fact that i learned it i learned it the hard way obviously but it's a skill and i'm going to keep it but if you're nice and you're warm you know my clients on um some of my clients and some aren't they talk to me on instagram and you guys are so lovely you know you've stayed engaged with me since i started and that's mind-blowing and even now i have messages going i can't wait for this magazine you know it was due out in january right and it's now feb <laughs> but you know there's a reason why we um we pushed it back okay there is a reason why we did it and your enthusiasm and your support is extraordinary and there isn't a time of day that i just do not get overwhelmed like i can hear myself cracking up now i'm gonna crack up um i'm gonna get upset but there isn't a time of day that i don't think of you you know and I, I speak to you and I say, weirdly, I was thinking of you yesterday. How's this and this and this? And people say, I don't know how you remember. Because I constantly think about you and I, I am genuinely concerned. And I worry about you and you're in my prayers. It's not, I don't, I don't have this thing where you pop up and then you, you know, we book a reading and then you disappear. You're not one of many. It's not a conveyor belt. We are a family. It's circular, you know. We are all sat next to each other and there's a campfire in the middle with a cup of tea and we're all together. And you know what? Maybe one day I'll do these little retreats. You never know. But we are family, all right? And you are always in my thoughts. And your niceness, it, we need it. I'm a big fan of you. You being nice, you being kind, you helping others. You know, we're cut from the same cloth. I get it. I see you. I understand you right but i also know that you're lonely and you've given too much all right so we've got to pull that back a bit all right i'm your biggest supporter 1000% and my god i will fight your battles for you if anyone anyone comes for you hell hath no fury yeah than me scorned shit i don't want to see that you don't want to see that but i will do it you know it's um all the passion that comes through is beyond me i think it's because 
So my, my sun sign is Taurus, so very protective and very loving. My, uh, shit. My moon is Sagittarius. Now, each star sign will have a negative and a positive. And because I've done the work, I'm in positive aspects of all of them. So positive Sag is, again, very protective, very protective. It's a fire sign. So very passionate and very protective. And then my rising is Aries. So again, that leadership position of, you know, being a warrior. But not, you know, negative Aries will be argumentative all the time. But positive Aries, they have the intelligence to know when to come forward and when not to. Yeah. So that maybe that's another podcast. I talk you through the star signs. Yeah. And your astrology. And you have to be in your positive aspects. Every star sign is great if they're in their positive. If they're in the negative. Yeah. Some star signs, their negative aspects is, oh my God, it's dark. Yeah. But some, not so much. There's different gradients, you know. But anyway, look, I'm just trying to explain why I'm a bit protective. <laughs> Going off, wandering off in my mind. But look, I love you so much. So, so, so much. I think about you constantly. I want to make sure you're okay and you're on the right path. I need you to love yourself, okay? I need you to love yourself. Whether you're a man, woman, whatever. People say to me, oh, your audience must be mainly females. Uh, absolutely not, actually. Yeah, it's pretty equal. Um, but being nice is going to get you everywhere. But you just need to be a bit more strategic with it, all right? So you're not done yet. I've got you. I'm here if you need me. And I'm a big fan of yours. All right. So I love you, love you, ladies. Come here for a massive cuddle. Love you.